Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Welcome to SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay, and this is our weekly digital marketing podcast. Uh, So you'll be hearing from myself, of course, and Mindy Weinstein, Christy Kellogg, and Virginia Nussie on this particular show. Yes, thanks, Bruce, um, and welcome back to the show after a good week of training. Um, I, today uh, on the show, let's talk about the SEO newsletter, and it's our monthly email and web publication. You can get the news and recommendations as we see it delivered to your inbox every month by dis- by subscribing uh, at bruceclay.com slash blog. And the reason that I thought the newsletter would be a good topic for today is because it's got some good news. Um, Later in the show, let's talk about the Google quality update that Google confirmed and also the rebrand of Webmaster Tools as the Search Console. Um, But first, there's going to be a nice feature article that you can check out on the blog. It's all about disavow files. It's about how to use them as well as their drawbacks and limitations. So that was an interesting point you just made, Bruce. Yeah, the... um you know, this is sort of bigger than just disavowing some links and things like that. Uh, we've been actually modeling for years. Uh, clients, uh, if you actually go to Google and search for Google penalty repair, uh, you know, things like that, we generally rank at the near the top, at the top, uh, so we've had a lot of clients come to us that had penalties, manual actions, uh, or drop in traffic, things like that. And we've been benchmarking what seems to be the behavior of Google relative to sites that have been penalized. And uh, I, I really kind of think, by the way, of late, that the average website out there is taking shortcuts. They're not bothering to try to remove the links. The links are still there. They're just coming up with disavow files that just say, oh, forget it, I'm not going to bother with an email. I'm just going to remove it um, without any knowledge about whether this is something common to an industry. If I, I, you know, Are they getting all of them? I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's missing. What we've been um, benchmarking, and certainly disavow is a part of it, and uh, link removal is a part of it. Just talking about Penguin is that once you had a manual action against you for having too many links with a specific keyword, either you bought them or you spammed them or what have you, uh, and you were inorganic or, or even organic and just overwhelming it with manipulated link structures, the, the general hope and I think hope is the right word, of the industry was that I have repented, therefore let me go back to where I was and move forward, you know, unencumbered. And 
what we're finding is even after the manual action is removed and the algorithmic action appears to be removed, Google doesn't forgive you. I mean, you may no longer be in the doghouse, but you're still in a fenced yard. <laughs> okay? It is as though Google comes to you and says, great, you repented, we don't trust you. You're on probation. So does that um, continued probation period, is that across the whole site or just maybe the keywords that you were tr trying to get this manipulative anchor text for? Well, when we get in and start doing our work and uh, you know, we've been tracking everything at every level, it seems to be that the keywords that caused you the problem are the ones that are still being suppressed. So if I buy five particular keywords and I just hammer my site with five particular keywords, it is as though those five keywords won't come back for years. Or slightly back, maybe, if I have great content about it, but uh, or some actually competent links about it. But it is really rough. Um, and if you remove links, theoretically, one of the things you can do about it is get quality links to, to replace them. But that doesn't seem to bring you all the way back. Um, it, it's really a struggle, and it's a, um, you've got to earn it back, and it's a slow growth, and it isn't, hi, I fixed everything, I did all this optimization on page, I've restructured it, I've got it siloed, I'm all happy. Even at that point, it looks like it is a slow thing to overcome the trust penalty. Now, that doesn't mean you can't, just it isn't very quick. The worst offenders, it actually appears as if they take uh, a year. Um, we've seen some really bad offenders that have taken two years and they're not fully back yet. So it isn't clear that once you've cheated Google that they, you know, they'll forgive you. I think Google remembers. And I think that it's up to you to earn it back, but don't expect it to be overnight. That's really, really a, a serious problem for being able to just get back your well, rankings. Is this a separate issue then than what you usually explain as you can get link your bad links removed, but don't expect to get the same visibility in search without adding new good links? Well, the original concept is, uh, let's suppose I was ranked in position three, and I spam myself up to position one, mm -hmm. and now I'm enjoying position one. Right. Then Google slams you, and you're now in position 50, right? You, page three, page one, page five. Well, you repair that particular problem the most you theoretically can hope for is to go back to where you started, right? Because, you know, you're not going to go back to page one. The reason you were on page one is all the spam. You're not going to get rid of the penalty until you remove it. Therefore, you remove the reason you were on page one. So maybe you could go back to page three. But what we're seeing is that even if you are able to go back to page three, 
the journey to page one is much harder than if you had never spammed in the first place. I mean, Google is known for the shot heard around the world kind of thing. They'll make an example of, of something because they want the whole world to understand you. You know, you get burned if you stick your hand in fire, right? They want everybody to see it. They want everybody to understand it. Well, they're not likely to just come in and say, you spammed, we caught you, you fixed it, and we're going to give it back to you. Why would they do that? And I don't think normal people, you know, normal site owners, think that way. We still have people saying, hey, it's, you know, it's been six months. Where's, where's our ranking? The manual penalty went away. We still don't rank for our terms. And the answer is you, you haven't overcome the trust problem. We know that Google did their reviewer document, I think it was about a year ago, where they described expertness, authority, and trust, and maintenance, uh, but expertness, authority, and trust. It appears as if, if that were true, and I mean, there's no reason to suspect it isn't, if that is true, and you cheat Google, your trust, you know, which might have been say 50 points on a scale to 100, I wouldn't see why they wouldn't just wipe you out and you're starting from zero. And it's a battle to get back up to 50, which is what it took in the first place just to be uh, in a position where you needed SEO to start with. I mean, it's a tough, long journey to get back once you've burned yourself. The thing that we do know is sites that have not had a penalty, when we optimize them, it isn't anywhere near as hard to move them up as sites that have had a penalty. The <coughs> same amount of energy moves them slower. So it has to be a lingering trust problem. That is interesting. You know, one thing, too, that you said just a little bit ago, talking about trust, you know, that there's a certain amount of keywords that you're going to, the trust is going to be an issue with, and those are the ones that you spammed, you know, the ones with the penalty you were regarding, the ones that you were using as your keyword-rich anchor text, and those are going to be the ones that Google might not give you the rankings back for. But I think, too, what people need to understand is that generally those are your money terms. I mean, that's why people will try to do, you know, the the black hat techniques to get up there is find the links or doing questionable link building, but those are going to be the ones that hurt you. So when the trust lingers on those five keywords or however it might be, if you're e-commerce business, I mean, that's hurting your revenue a lot. So even though it's only a handful of keywords, I mean, it, it's painful. So make sure that people understand that too. But even when you're talking, everything you think about, it, it makes, from a logical standpoint, it makes sense that in general, if you cheat, there's a level of suspicion that follows you for a while. You know, you have to, like you said, you have to prove that you are trustworthy. And I, and I can very much see that, that it would be from ground zero. And what's really scary, too, is I think about all the people, you know, that I've come in contact with and talked to um, over the years and at conferences. And I've actually talked to people that have, have flat out admitted, yes, I intentionally spammed, I intentionally bought links because I wanted to jump up in rankings and I thought that my short-term gain would outweigh the long-term hit. And here, you know, here we are a year later, two years later, some of those sites never recovered. So, yeah, like you said, from that trust, you just, you 
don't know when you're going to get it back. It's never worth it. And you don't even know if you're going to get it back. Right, if. Yeah, the big if. So I think that just looking at it, I think that what we have is uh, a, a whole series of things. If you once were a heavy-duty spammer, let's just accept that it's a, a long, drawn-out process to have yourself accepted. All right, so that's the way that's going to work. The next question would be, let's suppose I wasn't a heavy-duty spammer. I didn't get a manual penalty. You should understand that there's still an algorithmic penalty. And the algorithmic penalty isn't just links. There's 200 variables in the algorithm. And it is entirely possible that what Google has is a, a, a dial for each and every one of them that is not just how important is this, but did you spam it? Right? Uh, did you spam your title tags? There might be a little algorithm for that. Did you spam your links? Did you spam internal to your site? Did you um, stuff keyword? I mean, there could be a lot of things within the site that Google's looking at as well. It also stood out to me that you said that what you're finding right now is that a lot of sites are taking shortcuts when it comes to their link cleanup efforts and just going ahead and maybe disavowing all the bad links they find or links that they want to prune off, you know, where wasn't it shortcuts that got you in the trouble in the first place? Well, of course, but you see, now that you've lost your traffic, you are paying the price with reduced revenues. I mean, unless you're lucky. So people are doing, hey, let me go fast. Let me just do what I need to do. The problem, and, and I'll talk a little bit about disavow. Um, the problem with disavow is that the link issue is multifaceted. It isn't just that it's a low-quality site linking to you. It could be a very, very nice site that links to you that has no knowledge of what you're about, typically referred to as inorganic, right? So here we are. Our website is an SEO website, but if I have a butcher, a baker, and a candlestick maker linking to me, and Google doesn't think they're experts on SEO, those inorganic inbound links actually can hurt me. Now, that's where people who take shortcuts hurt themselves because they're arbitrarily disavowing links that might be contributing or they're leaving links that might be hurting because they're off topic. And they don't have a clue at this point whether or not those links are commonly considered good or bad. I mean, Google, we know, has every disavow file. You build it, Google has it. You give it to them. Google knows that these are sites that 50% of the disavow files are disavowing. You don't have any visibility to it, and it is a problem. And um, so, as a, an initial phase, you at least have to know what the suspects are, right? Now, it's a far more complex thing to say, hey, I've got 10,000 of these things. I have to visit every site and see if it's on target. 
that is a spidering nightmare. <laughs> uh, you don't want to necessarily do that, but uh, because, as you pointed out, people are taking shortcuts, as I said, um, I think that what they're doing is many times they're throwing the baby out with the bathwater and essentially hurting themselves almost as much as helping themselves, right? You've heard the saying, I know that half of my advertising dollar is wasted, I just don't know which half. <laughs> well, that's part of disavow, right? I know that half of my links are bad, I don't know which half, so let's just disavow half. Yeah. You know? so it's a very labor-intensive process, so taking shortcuts is understandable, you know, in theory, but it's not going to get you out of the situation that you might have gotten yourself into in the first place. Exactly right. And I, I think, um, and as everybody will probably soon find out, that you know, we're developing software that actually makes this so much nicer. So... Um, I'm not sure we're ready to announce it yet. We're going to be announcing something at SMX. But, um, you know, even at that level, there are way too many people taking shortcuts, and there's way too many people not bothering to figure out what is a good link for me. I'll tell you right now, you could have a link that is totally organic, dead center, on target, expert in your industry. And if that site linked to me as well, it might be totally off target for me. So if I disavow it, that doesn't mean it's bad for you. If you disavow it, it doesn't mean it's bad for me. But at least I got to have that signal, and the only people with those signals, that happens to be Google because they're the only ones with all the files. Mm -hmm. So it gets a lot more complex than one would think. Okay, let's take a quick break, and when we get back, um, let's take a look at the search quality update uh, uh, and the new newly branded uh, search console at Google. Just a moment, more SEM Synergies on the way. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. 
Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at box speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Mindy. We have been talking um, quite a bit about trust and links and disavow and and quite a a few topics that we've covered so far. But now we're going to switch gears and talk about Google's announcement that they have rebranded Google Webmaster Tools so that now it is the Google Search Console. I personally like the name, and that's something that I had mentioned to our group internally when we were talking about it. I think just the name itself implies something that's a little bit more friendly for the general population. I just know when I do our, you know, I've talked in our training and I've talked to people who are business owners, and you say Google Webmaster Tools, and if they haven't been in there yet, it's a little bit overwhelming because their first inclination is to say, well, I'm not a webmaster. So I just like the rebranding of the name. But um, some other things have changed, too, with uh, the new Google Google Search Console, including what we see for inbound links. And um, Bruce, if you want to bring up, I don't know if you want to give some insight into what you've seen and some of the changes well, that you've already been digging in there. Yeah, the uh, one change that I noticed is that when you look at your inbound link profile, I know this is just one segment of the thing, but as mentioned in the first part, we care about links. We used to see that a lot of those inbound link profile anchor text were actually links within our own domain. They were somehow, yes, they were inbound links to pages, but they were us linking to us. And the whole thing seemed to be biased by that. In the current new version, it's as if none of our domain links appear in the inbound link report now. They're all gone. And the BruceClay.com site, when you looked at it, it was BruceClay.com and Bruce Clay Inc. and Bruce Clay branded this and Bruce Clay blog and Bruce, you know, there was a lot of terms that were clearly navigational terms, non-transactional, not keyword rich, heavy terms. As soon as the console came out, I went and looked at our profile, and all of them are still navigational links, but our number one link 
out of nowhere is now click here. Nobody anywhere had click here before apparently the, that would show up at the top because we have so many pages on our site. We've got like nine, ten thousand pages on our site. Nobody did that. But now we're finding that it appears as if your inbound link anchor text report is actually other sites linking to you. And I think from what I've seen, that is the most radical change from the prior version. It's just the data is being segmented differently. So this is not just a reformatting or a graphical or anything else. I think they did behind the scenes work and straightened out a bunch of complaints. Well, and I think that would go directly with their rebranding. I mean, if they're trying to make this more, you know, more comprehensive for the general masses, making that change alone with the inbound links is a big deal because people need to be able to go in there and just like we've been talking about the links before this, before we took our break and see what does Google see? You know, what are they seeing for my anchor text? And before, like you mentioned, we had the internal links mixed in there. So it was very difficult to see, you know, are my top, is my top anchor text navigational, transactional? And we know if it's too much of transactional, that can be problematic and that can lead to a penalty. So I think even the fact that they changed that and made that more, more transparent in my opinion and more user-friendly that goes right along with their rebranding. So curious what other changes will make. Hopefully we see some other good features in there, but I definitely think that was a good one on their part. I have one warning though. Everybody better go look at that report because it could have been before you thought you were navigational, but if you look today, it's all keywords. And if that is the profile for your site as seen today, not last week, all of a sudden, you have a whole lot of link pruning to do because you have suddenly fallen into, oh, I'm back in a link penalty. Yeah, that's a really good point. So check, check your inbound link profile. Go to Google Search Console. I even have to remember in my own head to rebrand it. I still almost said Google Webmaster Tools. So go into Google Search Console, check it out, and see what your inbound links look like. Yeah, talk about a rebranding effort. We are in the author review stage of SEO for Dummies, and um, I've got a whole lot of replacing to do when it comes to Google Webmaster Tools. I can imagine, and you know, on that note too, I was thinking about our training. We're constantly updating our training manuals, and I just finished going through just the last round of changes, but we're going to have a lot of new screenshots, <laughs> a lot of new references in there too. Google will have to change things too. In the blog post that they wrote announcing this change, they said, like, watch in the next few weeks when we change all of our branding. So everyone has work to do. <laughs> okay, guys, I think we're out of time for this week's show. Um, so you'll just have to check out the SEO newsletter for more on the Google quality update and as well as a great resource about pay-per-click marketing for the mobile user. Um, so go to bruceclay.com slash blog for more about today's show and to subscribe to the newsletter. And we'll see you next week on SEM Synergy.
This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.